Hi, everybody. Chrissy Hutchings here. I want to ask you a very important question today. Do you minimize yourself to make other people feel more comfortable with who you are? If so, then you don't want to miss today's podcast here on The Worship Life. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a great day today. Thanks so much for listening in to this week's podcast. We're going to talk about a subject today that I think a lot of people deal with, but don't talk about much. Uh, but first, I want to thank you for your support with the podcast and for taking advantage of a very exciting offer. Now, look, I'm putting myself on the line by even saying this out loud But I thought to myself, if I don't do that, then I'm not going to hold myself accountable, which probably isn't a very good reason for doing it. But that's where I'm at right now. And that is, I have been working on a book, and it's more than likely going to be a devotional. And uh, it's taken from the, uh, really the concept that I share on my website at ChrissyHutchings.com called The Beautiful You Project. And what the Beautiful You Project is about is really recovery from shame, trauma, and all kinds of abuse. Um, I've had a very personal experience with shame and really hiding. And the book is about, and the the subject matter is about, um, you know, coming out of hiding and showing up for your life. For many, many years, I was hidden and hiding myself because of shame and did not show up for my life. And I really didn't realize I was doing that uh, until a very specific experience that I had at a women's conference. But that's a whole other podcast. You can actually find that story on my YouTube channel. Uh, Just type in Chrissy Hutchings or The Worship Life and it should show up and you can read about that. It's called Showing Up for Your Life. Really powerful Uh, experience there that I had. But the book that I've been writing is actually out of all of my personal journal entries that um, I made during that time of healing. And you know what, I'm still going through that process and still continuing to do those journal entries. But I decided to begin to post some of those journal entries because, you know, number one, I really have a desire to be known and all of us do, whether we uh, admit it or not. We have a desire to be known and to know others. And uh, they were very personal entries. And I thought, you know what? I really want to share this with somebody because there are people out there that are dealing with this and feel hidden and feel alone and isolated. And they need to know that they are not alone. And so what I determined in the last year, and I believe it was God, is that I was going to make all those journal entries and the the healing process that I had been through into a book. And so that's what I'm doing. But the, the book is not finished yet. Um, and but what I have done is ask people, do they want a sneak peek? And if you want a sneak peek into that, that sneak peek is weekly devotions from the actual content of the book that you can access right now. And if you want to do that, go to ChrissyHutchings.com, scroll down just slightly on that 
uh, front page there and it'll show you how to do that. I'd love for you to sign up for those devotionals. And what they consist of is, you know, a look into the scripture. Obviously, of course, everything is foundational on the word of God. And then there is a journal entry from my journal. And then there's a segment that said, you know, let's talk this out. Let's talk it out. What does this look like? Um, and then at the end, there is a, you know, stepping into freedom part. What are the steps that you need to take? Because you know what? You can go to all the therapy that you want to go to. You can go to psychiatrists, psychologists, biblical counseling. You can sit in a church week after week. But if you don't take anything that you're learning in and put it into action, you're not going to you're not going to experience any transformation. And that's what that segment of the devotional is. What action step could I take to move into this place, whatever that subject is for that day? Um, I'm really excited about that. And then at the very end, there's like this. um, I don't know what you'd call it. it. It's just a scripture that denotes freedom. It's a scripture that says, okay, let's go forward and do this. The really crux of that book and even sharing that experience is that, look, we don't have to be victims and it's time that we decided not to be. And you know what? You might say, hey, I'm a victim. You might be blaming people for things. But you know, the bottom line is you have to decide that that's not the life you're going to live anymore. And that's what this devotional is all about. And so I really encourage you to sign up for that if you want to sneak peek into the book. If not, you can wait for the book. It's going to be a little while. But um, also uh, also sign up to, um, to get the monthly newsletter uh, from the website. You can go up there. If you go up on the website, it says subscribe to newsletter. You can just click on that. And what that is, is a monthly newsletter where I put out announcements and different posts. Sometimes I'll put music on there. And here's the other thing. Hello. When you sign up to for the Beautiful You devotional, there are going to be a few surprises in those posts and emails. And that comes directly to your email box. And Sometimes you might get a little musical thing on there. So just a little uh, incentive for you there. But we want you to to come to, uh, you know, the Facebook, Chrissy Hutchings on Facebook and on Instagram, because there's a lot of things that uh, you'll find there that are really going to help you, inspirational posts and things. That's my thing. I like to inspire. And so that's what uh, I do. Also, the podcast is on music Uh, Google Play Music, excuse me, Google Play Music. You can subscribe there to the podcast coming out every week where you uh, will be sure not to miss any episode. And also one of the things that I've done too is really started to move into the YouTube channel thing. I got to tell you this really quick before we get into our subject today is I have twin sons and they're about 33 years old and they surprised me on my birthday this year. And I didn't realize that they were recording a lot of it to create a video out of it. And it is hilarious. If you get a chance to go over, I put it on uh, the Chrissy Hutchings YouTube channel. It's really hilarious. So I really encourage you to go over there if you want a good laugh. And hey, these boys are doing great things. And uh, you can check them out on Facebook at the Dawson Brothers and uh, Zane Dawson and Dave Dawson. I got to give a little plug for them because uh, they're doing an amazing work. They've been at it for a long time and uh, it'll be really fun for you to check out some of their stuff. Um, So today's subject, 
I I really want to title this because this has been a personal um, uh, struggle for me. Uh, and every once in a while, I still kind of tap into it. And I want to I want to title this the obstacle to true belonging. Uh, belonging is a huge thing for me. It always has been. And I'm pretty sure it's a huge thing for most human beings. And one of the obstacles, this obstacle that we're talking about today is minimization. And what does that mean? It means you make yourself smaller and less um, significant than you truly are. Now, you might not know how significant and big you are. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of us really in our own minds, we minimize ourselves because we're Maybe afraid to look at our greatness. Maybe afraid to look at uh, who we truly are. And also, if we've dealt with rejection issues in our life, you know. And I'm not a psychologist. Psychologist. I'm not a counselor or anything like that. I've just been through a few experiences. That what I like to do is take those experiences and share them with you because, you know. As much as we can, we need to lift and build one another up. And hey, that's what I'm all about here at The Worship Life, building you up, giving you um, just some insight into some things I've experienced, and maybe it can help you. Hey, it might not mean anything to you, but um, it might mean everything to you. And, you know, the older I get, the more I realize, look, I've got less life to live than I've already lived And I'm not going to waste it playing small and um, keeping my mouth shut because there's a lot that I uh, want to just just impart and give out to everybody. And that's one reason for this podcast is that if there's anything in my life experience or in my walk with God that can help you, then man, I want to give it to you because you know what? I want you to become everything that God's created you to be. And sometimes we need a little help from our friends, right? Um, So this obstacle to true belonging is about minimizing ourselves. Have you ever realized in your life that a lot of the things that you do and a lot of the, um, the actions that you take in life are to make people approve of you? I have. And look, let me just tell you uh, and save you a whole lot of years trouble. It's not worth it. Because here's the thing. If you have to minimize yourself, make yourself small, uh, go against your own heart, compromise your own heart and your own beliefs and your own um, values to belong, guess what? It's not true belonging at all. It's kind of like this pseudo belonging thing. You know, you may uh, vie for people's approval in just um, the work that you do, the opinions that you have, who you are as a person, the way you dress. Hey, you know, the way you dress is your own personal style. I say do it and do it big. Who cares what anybody thinks about how it looks? Man, if you walk out of the house every day and you're like, this is me, then go for it. And, you know, um. I don't care what most people say. A lot of us do care what other people think. And I'd like us to just kind of visit there for just a second. Why do you care what people think? I mean, think about that just for a minute. Why do you care what people think? 
well, I can just kind of unwrap that for myself. Why do I care what people think? I care because if somebody thinks something wrong of me that's not true, then they're going to behave with me according to their perception and not the reality. And I found myself a lot of times trying to um, explain things to people because I didn't want them to have the wrong idea about me. Because if they had the wrong idea about me, then they would treat me different or treat me bad or reject me. Look, people are going to reject us. Um, We can't take that personally because maybe their rejection of us isn't even about us. Maybe it's about their personal decisions that they've made for their life. A lot of times when you grow up in trauma and abuse and neglect and all these things, as children, our little minds believe that it's all about us. You know, if mama and daddy got married and daddy decided to leave and he left and never showed up again, as children, the world is very, very small and it revolves around us. And we begin to think that daddy left us because of us. And really, in reality, it probably had nothing to do with us. Um, And so I want you to do that. If you do care what people think, if you do seek people's approval, ask yourself why. And really just sit with that if you have to journal that out or whatever. Because when I look at true belonging, when I look at um, who's my model for that, my model for that is Jesus. And I love looking into his life and looking at the things that he said and the things that he did. I love it because he was unapologetically Jesus. He never apologized. I don't think I ever seen anything in the scripture that said, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, there was no place that he ever minimized who he was. Think about it. If Jesus were to minimize who he was, what would that have looked like? What would that have looked like for the cross? What would that have looked like for the people that got healed? What would that have looked like? I'll tell you what it would have looked like. (laughs) Me still in my sin, that's what it would have looked like. If Jesus minimized himself and never walked in his greatness, guess what? We would be lost forever. But what if something just as significant could happen to other people because you minimize yourself? What kind of impact Is it having on other people that you minimize and make yourself small and hide yourself and really hide your true greatness? Look, that's a huge question that I think we really need to look at. There is an impact happening in somebody else's life because you are playing it small. Trust me, there is an impact. So what can you do today to walk into true belonging. Well, look, I don't have the whole answer to that because I'm still working that thing out for myself. But I think the very first thing that we can do is have a realization that when we play small, when we seek either uh, other people's approval of us, 
that it's not really true belonging, especially if our reason and our motivation for playing small and seeking approval and validation from other people is that we would feel a sense of belonging. We can just throw that in the trash because if you do all those things to experience belonging, guess what? It's not true belonging. It's this pseudo belonging. And really, aren't you looking for true, true belonging with people? Aren't you looking for a place where no matter who you are, it's celebrated? Aren't you looking for a place that you can let your hair down and throw off all the pressure and just be who you are? Now, there's some people that do that really, really well. And I envy those people, not in a sinful way, but I really look at those people and think, God, help me to get there. Um, And when I look at Jesus and follow after his model, that's really how I get there. When you look at how he lived his life, he was so focused on what the father had put him here to do. So that's my question to you today. What has the father put you here? Not really to do, but who has the father put you on this earth to be? And guess what? When you're alone and there's nobody's opinions and there's nobody's judgments, you know what that is. You know what it is. And what would happen to your life if you started to live that out? Let me, t- let, me, let me ask you that question again. What would happen to your life if you began to live out the true being of who God put you here to be? And, and you know what? That's not going to look like everybody else. We want everything to look like everybody else. Look, I'm telling you, I'm kind of a revolutionary in this. I don't want to look like everybody else. I don't want to be like everybody else. And I make music and I don't want to make music like everybody else. I want to make music like I make it. And I'm speaking to you musicians out there right now. You songwriters and singers. Don't put yourself into a mold where everybody else is. Be who God created you to be. No matter how far out that looks. No matter what that sounds like. Because you know what? We need your true voice in this earth, not some kind of copycat. And you know, it's easier said than done. And and look, I'm 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 bordering on getting into another subject here, but I want to I want to emphasize this a little bit. When you don't walk in your true self, you give your power away to other people to determine who you are. Look, if you don't tell the world who you are, somebody else will tell the world who you are. And it's probably not going to be who you really are. Now, if you want to risk that, you go right ahead. But guess what? This girl here, I'm not risking that anymore. I'm not going to let the world tell everybody who I am. I'm going to let Chrissy Hutchings stand in a true place of who God's created her to be and walk in that. Now, is that easy? No, because I've struggled with approval addiction, like Joyce Meyer said, and wrote the book about it all my life. And I guess, you know, maybe at some point years ago, I just decided, you know what, I'm getting too old for this. (laughs) Have you ever heard anybody say that? 
man, I'm just getting too old for this. Well, you know what? I'm getting too old for this. And the reason I'm talking about it out loud here on this podcast and on my website and in the music that I write is that, look, I don't want you to waste your time. I don't want you to waste years of your time um, struggling in that. Let me just bring this to a close and let you know the way that you can really move away from some of this stuff is number one, the word of God. You cannot walk fully in who God's created you to be if you don't know the creator himself. If you can't see him and don't watch how he moves and see how he thinks and see how he feels about things. You know, that's another thing. A lot of people minimize that God has feelings. God is a jealous God. There's times where he has regretted that he's done things. You know, God has emotions and he's given them to us. And so we can't minimize those. Uh, We can't live our lives by emotions, but we definitely have to acknowledge them or they will speak loud and get our attention. And so number one, the word of God. When I read the word of God, I don't just read words. I see who is God in this passage that I'm reading. For instance, example, when Abraham was um, bartering with God for the people in Sodom and Gomorrah, he was interceding. He was standing in the gap between God and Sodom and Gomorrah and pleading for the people. Now, what is amazing to me in that was who God was in that moment, that God actually allowed Abraham to do that. And he even said, okay, if I can find that many people, I won't destroy it. And then Abraham's all like, okay, okay, okay. What if you can find this amount and this amount? And he went lower and lower and lower and God let him do it. And God said, okay, okay. God was in a bartering moment with Abraham for the lives of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. And it's amazing to me that God allowed that moment to happen. Look, if you look in the scripture, not at just what the words are saying, but who God is in that account, man, it'll blow you away. Number one. And number two, you'll begin to discover God in an amazing way. So that's number one, the word of God, get to know God. Because when you discover God, in all his holiness and all of who he is, then you begin to understand how he's called us to walk in this earth. And you know what? God is, and let me say it like this, God celebrates you. And a lot of us, we can't fathom that. God celebrates me. When I look at how God interact, God the Father interacted with Jesus Christ when he was on earth, He was constantly celebrating Jesus and Jesus was constantly celebrating his father. When his father came down, when he was baptized and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then in the account on the Mount of Transfiguration, he said, this is my son. Hear him. Listen to him. God was constantly, God, the father was constantly affirming Jesus Christ himself. And you know what? The father is affirming you as well. Jesus said, my father doesn't only love me, but he loves you just as much and just like he loves me. 
There's a difference between God loves you as much as Jesus and God loves you like Jesus. Big difference. If God loves me like he loves Jesus, then he's celebrating me like he celebrated Jesus. He is showing me who he is and then I take who he is and share it with the world. That's where our whole identity and purpose comes from in the fact of knowing our father. And he created each one of us so uniquely. Look, it would probably blow us away if we realized just how unique we are. Well, I for one want to walk in that uniqueness. So get into your word. See what God says about you. Study the life of Jesus and see how he interacted with the father because his interaction with the father is what played out his interaction with other people. Let me say that again to you. His interaction with the father played out in all of his interactions with other people, period. If you want to become fully, or I should say walk fully in your unique self that God made you, then study your father. Know your father. Know the Lord Jesus Christ and see that relationship between him and the father. And you know, these places they have to um, experience a healing that only God can bring. You know, I could sit here and give you a zillion points of you need to do this and you need to do that. But the main thing we need to do is really come before the Father and say, Lord, help me to be fully who I am, who you've created me to be. Help me to celebrate myself. You know, there's nothing wrong with celebrating yourself. And that's a hard thing for a lot of us to do. So I want to encourage you with this today. Don't minimize yourself to make other people comfortable with you. Because when you do that, you create this pseudo belonging that's not true belonging at all. And really, um, you don't do anybody else any favors at all. I want to share with you uh, in closing today. Something that the Lord ministered to me during a woman's conference uh, about inferior, inferiority. A lot of times we feel inferior. And this, this was powerful stuff. Look, when God downloaded this to me, it was powerful. And let me share that with you right now. We were taking communion at the conference and it was a very uh, intimate moment. And we were instructed to take out our journals and to write what God was ministering to our heart. And this is what My journal entry said, God is healing inferiority complex in you right now. And this is God speaking right now. You are not less than, minimal, powerless, inconsequential or subhuman or less than others. Others are not more important, superior, smarter, prettier or more wanted. You are not invisible, unwanted, despised, rejected. You're not small without. You count. You are valuable and matter greatly. I have created you on purpose. You were my idea. I wanted you here. I dreamed you here. I saw you as a child when you were small. I made you loud, quiet, crazy, funny, happy, silly, fun, adventurous, 
talkative, creative, compassionate and passionate about life, things, people, and issues. How I made you is what I wanted, and I need you to be that. Stop hiding yourself. Stop covering yourself up as if you have something to be ashamed of. Stop covering up. Stop minimizing yourself. You don't do anyone any favors when you do that. You rob the world of you and you rob me of my glory. Come out of hiding and be fully who you are. What anyone else thinks of who you are is inconsequential to me. Wow. (laughs) That was amazing. When I heard that, it just blew me out of the water. And I read that over and over and over again. And I really would encourage you to sit down, pray, and ask God to start speaking who he says you are over you. And write it down in your journal. That was a very powerful moment for me in my life. And really, that journal entry was the catalyst for starting the Beautiful You Project because um, God wants us to know how significant we are. And when we minimize ourselves with other people, guess what? We don't do them any favors and we rob God of his glory. You know, when you look at a tree, when you look at a waterfall, come on people, when you look at the sun, when you look at anything in all of creation, Do you ever see those things hiding and minimizing who they are? (laughs) No, the stars, the planets, the cosmos, the, 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 the animals, plant life, roses. Do you ever see a rose trying to squish its significance down? (laughs) No, you see a rose come to full bloom and you see these animals being fully who they are. God created the ocean to be as magnificent as it is. And he created you to be as magnificent as you are. When we minimize ourselves, For the approval of other people, guess what? We totally robbed them of something wonderful in their lives. Look, I know, I know when I just said that you, all of you said, oh my gosh, I can't say that about myself. Well, guess what? God says that about you. So you need to start saying that about you. And if I have anything to do with it, I'll keep saying that about you. Because look, my number one spiritual gift is exhortation. And underneath that is prophecy and teaching. Hello, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I want to empower you to walk fully in the the magnificence (laughs) that you're created to be. Look, I really want you to do that. Do that in an exercise. Look at all of creation. And you tell me if there's anything in creation that is minimizing itself so that it doesn't make other things in creation uncomfortable. Come on, that's a ludicrous thought, but we do it to ourselves. We do it with every other human being that's out there. Well, look, I for one, uh, I've, I've made a commitment in my life years ago. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. And if people are uncomfortable with it, then it's between them and God. And I'm not gonna like make people totally uncomfortable on purpose. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, to just be okay with who you are and celebrate it and let it out. 
said this to yourself, let it out. (laughs) And what I want to do for you right now in closing is just pray over you for a minute. Before I do that, I want to just uh, encourage you again. If you know somebody that needs this message, if you know somebody that needs to hear this, if you need to hear this, go to chrissyhutchings.com, scroll down just slightly and you'll see a sign up. It's free, totally free. You'll see a sign up for the beautiful you devotional. Uh, and it comes into your straight into your inbox every single week where you can get these devotionals, um, that will really, really help you live out this truth uh, in your life. Actually, um, uh, I want you to share that with your friends, share it on Facebook. There is a link where you can share it on Facebook. You have my permission to share anything that I post anywhere. Um, you don't have to ask. You can just totally share it, uh, with anybody that you want to. That's the purpose of it. We want to get this message out of really this, this is the worship life. This is living a life of worship to walk fully and who God created you to be, just like Jesus did. Okay, let me pray over you. Father, I thank you for each and every person that's listening to this podcast right now. And I pray specifically for each one. I pray for you right now. And I pray that God would give you a revelation of who you are in Christ and in Him. That He would give you a revelation of how He sees you Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for for my friend right now. And I ask you, Lord, to just break down every wall in, in their life that keeps them from moving forward into their greatness and who God's created them to be. I thank you for it, Father. I speak against every word that's been spoken over them to bring them into a place of playing small and hiding. And I break those words over their life in the name of Jesus. I ask you right now, God, that you would take this message and that you would permeate it in their hearts and more so the message of your word and and who Jesus was into their heart. I thank you that as they open up your word and as they read your word, God, that you would totally transform their life. I pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today at the podcast. And I just thank you for it. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I'll see you next time here on The Worship Life.